This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Just uh, staying with the story that we did earlier on, well, um, that is relating, that is uh, what is happening out in uh, Israel. On Friday, Hamas uh, released two American hostages, uh, a Judith Tyranan and her 17-year-old daughter, Natalie, uh, nearly two weeks after they were abducted in a deadly um, attack and raid on Israel by Hamas. The two were reportedly released following negotiations between uh, Qatar and Hamas, with the official reason given that it was for humani- it was on humanitarian grounds that uh, they were released because of the mother's poor health. Now, the release was the result of negotiations between Qatar and Hamas. As many as 198 people, though, are still believed to be in captivity. It could even be even more, uh, or the number is not really clear at this stage. Well, a hostage situation um, presents uh, one of the worst case scenarios, uh, particularly when it comes to law enforcement agencies, um, and because it places innocent civilians directly in harm's way. A skilled negotiator often is what is employed. I think you might have seen many movies about hostage negotiators. What exactly is it uh, the, the work that goes into a situation like this where you are trying to uh, save lives, in effect, because that's what it can come down to. Joining me on the line is the head of kidnapping, hostage survival and extortion consulting uh, and training at TSU International Advocate Herman Bosman. Good morning and thank you so much for joining us. Good morning to you and the listeners. All right. Um, let us, uh, you know, of course, the hostage situations come in different forms where it could be like a kidnapping for ransoms. But what is the guiding principle when it comes to this? Or what is the starting point when you're, you're presented with a hostage situation? Because there are, for example, when it comes to these kind of hostage situations where it involves citizens of a country being kidnapped or being abducted, where countries such as the United States will say, we do not negotiate with terrorists, we do not negotiate with hostage takers. Um so maybe let us speak about the situation firstly in general terms before we hone in on what uh, on the politically motivated um, abductions here. Yes, it's definitely very important to understand who are the kidnappers. In other words, is the criminal motive, is the political, religious, fanatical motive, is it the personal motive? Mm. Um, so the motive behind the kidnapping is essential to be determined mm. in order to advance your negotiation process. Now, in the instance where you have, in this instance, a terrorist organization taking people hostage and the history that we, that we have and the motive behind it, you have a very, very difficult situation where the trust relationship does not exist at all in any form. Mm. So to advance in any form of negotiations, the correct mediator um, or country will need to step in to assist where there may be some leverage, an agreement reached in the negotiation process. Mm. Right. We have this situation now where you say motive, of course, is something that is important to establish. In a situation, and how does it differ then get, get based on, one, uh, on, on, the, on the motive? Just tell us how the approaches then changes. Well, if, if the, the kidnapping has money or commodity as a motive and you need to exchange finances, it's normally seen as a 
much easier uh, process mm. because it's a business-related process. But the moment you have other reasons, um, like in this instance where Hamas has made it clear that they want to wipe Israel off, off the earth, they cannot exist. You cannot have a process where you can say, well, let's mediate this and let's agree and coexist. Let's, let's come to a point where mm. both of us can be happy and satisfied. <clears throat> we will both accept some uh, concessions in this whole process. Mm. And, um, you know, you, you walk out as to be seen compromising a bit, but both winners. In a scenario that we're currently at, I don't think you're going to have compromise on any side of Israel or Hamas mm. in, in this regard. So the, the actual process that you'll have to follow is to have external countries that has an interest internationally and also leverage and funding of Hamas to mitigate or to mediate and to assist. Uh, you have pointed out that the two people released Americans and Qatar, for instance, and that's exactly what you're going to have to have. It's Iran, Qatar, Lebanon, or countries mm. that may have some leverage over Hamas. But mm. I think what is very important is that we can never, ever agree that it is right to kidnap. The mm. motive can never be that to kidnap children or elderly or anybody. And that needs to be condemned by more and more people. The mm. moment you have support kidnapping, the moment you support actions like this internationally, mm. you're on very, very dangerous grounds because that would say, if I have a legitimate reason where I am in South Africa, I can kidnap. Mm. And it can never be that, even if you have a legitimate reason to be upset. Mm. And that doesn't even go where you don't have a legitimate reason. And how far mm. can you go with that? Any country not condemning Hamas's action of feeding Hamas and complimenting Hamas and assisting Hamas and must take responsibility for that. It can never be. Right. We can never but, get to that stage. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm wondering now, so that said... Uh, one of the things, I mean, people take uh, who take hostages or who kidnap, um, they use the, the, those people as uh, you know, as, as, as some negotiating tool for whatever it is that they they want, be it a commodity or some kind of political outcome. But I would imagine that uh, that um, in inverted common commas asset uh, that they have. Um, is only of value if the people stay, the person stays alive. Talk to us about this uh, whole proof of life and how that works in these negotiations, where there is a negotiation for, where if there is to be a negotiation. Yes, and in this case, the important is to correctly determine who actually has uh, a certain hostage or the hostages. Mm. Um, it's not only a must that's taken hostages. We don't even know who has taken mm. the various hostages and if all are coordinated. In other words, mm. do we know that Mr. X is taken hostage by this group or in this location? Mm. And do I must know uh, and coordinate who's been taken? In other words, to negotiate and to get your proof of life, mm. you need to know where all those that's taken are. And then to be able to uh, request a proof of life, either by that direct communication mm. or other forms of, of providing proof of life. But in, in this case with Hamas, what makes it really difficult is, is that I think in, in only a few cases you may be able to get that at this stage because it is not known where a number of hostages are detained. And if you look at the numbers and figures coming out, there's also other uh, parties that may have hostages. Mm. And I think also they are currently used as, as human shields, yes. um, mm. more so than any other reason to have, a, to have them as hostages. 
So the motive is also integral mm-hmm. to having their own life secured by having them as human shields, not only as a demand for, for a further advance. As a, as a negotiator, um, uh, Advocate Bossman, what is your priority? Uh, is it to bring the hostage out alive at by any means necessary, including paying a ransom or, you know, giving, whatever, in, giving in to whatever demands? Or what is your role primarily as a negotiator? Well, yes, your, your primary role is to secure the safety and the, the safe release of the hostage. That will always be your primary concern. And you will always endeavor in your negotiation process to try that as, as to the best of your ability and have both parties to agree to, to mutual terrain. Mm. So you have to reach that point where you can have a neutral ground to be able to address these issues. Mm. And to respect life is very, very important in that process. Mm. What we, on, on the other hand, have seen that if you have an active attack scenario, or as we would see an active shooter scenario in many parts of the world, or active stabbings, there's, there's no respect for life and there's no ground for negotiations. So the question is, in this regard, do we have a kidnap scenario where negotiations are possible and to what extent are, uh, would it be possible? Uh, or is it in this scenario where life is not valued at all, where proof of life will only be of value to mm. the extent of deterring further attack and further further um, actions? Mm. So this makes it an extremely difficult uh, position. So the negotiators will have to get leverage on the kidnappers that will be more important to adhere to than to harm the hostages. Mm. Now, there, there's, there's various um, aspects that one can look at of which one obviously funding and, and other types of assistance. But uh, whether whether that would be enough in this regard to okay. you know to, to stem mm-hmm. off further attacks from Israel and to have the hostages released, um, I I doubt that that's gonna be gonna be very really re, um, mm-hmm. you know reached soon very easily. I, I doubt that. Is it ever about trying to outfox the kidnapper or the hostage taker, um, or it's more about building trust? I often sometimes, especially the way it's depicted in movies, it's about the smart negotiator trying to outfox the hostage taker. Yeah, well, yeah, as you say, that's in the movies. But <laughs> I, I agree with you, relationship is important. And relationship and building trust happens over a period of time mm-hmm. or as we established due to previous relationships. Mm-hmm. So, so that's absolutely important in pointing it out correctly. But in a scenario that we're having, um, it's not that easy where you have a group of leaders at a certain level and you have followers on various other levels and people being detained in a very uncoordinated manner to the extent okay. that we are mm-hmm. not 100% sure. Okay. All of them were detained in one location with one group of leadership detaining them and you can negotiate into that yes this is yeah this is certainly a complicated one advocate herman bossman thank you so much fascinating insights they're gonna have to leave it there but thank you so much for your time you're welcome uh, he is a head of kidnapping hostage survival and extortion consulting and training at tsu international You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.